Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy, and we are the OGs, about to give you some of that street therapy. Okay, Scott, how you doing? Feeling good, feeling great. How are you, though? That's that Drake line, but I'm feeling good, man. Can't complain. It's, it's <laughs> sunny out here in Houston. Feeling good. Rojo, I know your <laughs> knee's hurting. Besides that, how you doing? <laughs> Oh man, I'm beat up. I'm old, man. No, but <laughs> the, the weather out the weather out here. Talk about that. The weather out here is amazing. It's like it's in the 90s right now. So this well, is last dope. week we were complaining Ooh. like old men about the weather. Now we're saying it's good. So that's just day in the life in Utah, huh? Mm. Yeah. Well, next week it's supposed to be 60. So uh, yeah, Utah weather at its finest. Well, I tell you what, if your knee if if your knees weren't hurting, this wouldn't be OG therapy. This would be, this be this would be BG therapy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hamstrings hurting, everything. Hamstrings yeah. hurting. Lord. Okay, well, we got another good question. As always, thanks to all the teenagers out there. Let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and get after this question. Rojo, would you mind do me a favor and read this question off now? Whenever we read these questions, if they don't make a lot of sense at first, you guys, it's because they're coming from teenagers. And I don't know if you guys knew this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes teenagers lack in the communication and uh, articulation department, but it's still a really good question. And we'll decipher it for you once we get going. Rojo, give it to him. Yes. And um, the question, the really good question that we have that was asked by a student is, how do I stop being char- sarcastic when my friends are saying it's coming out rude? Okay. Here's the first thing I hear when, 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 I, when I heard this question. Some kids... They use humor like like to break awkward silences. Mm-hmm. Um, they use humor because maybe one time uh, someone laughed at their joke. I, I know all of us, you know, on this podcast, you know, as young men, it's like we get a compliment from a girl because she likes that shirt that we we're wearing. We're wearing that shirt all the time. All the time. <laughs> so I'm assuming this young person uh, either uses sarcasm as like to deflect uncomfortable situations, but it probably worked one time. In fact, a lot of young men they'll tell me that, yeah, sometimes I get in trouble, but I'm just joking. And then I'll say, okay, well, what did you say? And then when they tell me what they said, I'm like, well, did anyone laugh? Said, no, I got in trouble. So, well, you got to understand, sometimes humor, just like comedians, sometimes you can make people laugh and sometimes you can bomb. Mm -hmm. Sarcasm, though, a lot of times people have sarcastic parents and they'll tell me, my parents, they say, hey, it's just a joke. Or they'll have sarcastic siblings. Hey, it's just a joke. Why are you taking it so personal? But underneath the surface, they feel like it's not a joke. They're taking shots at them. So what do you guys think the possibilities is that this person was called out by some of their friends as being sarcastic when they were trying to be funny, but they didn't realize that other people didn't think it was funny? I, I, I can go ahead and start on this one. You know, based off the, the items that you mentioned about being sarcastically rude, I think the first step when you're thinking about that, like, how do you stop being sarcastically rude? It's just the awareness that you were speaking about, like knowing because you're the you're the one that knows your response because you're thinking about it in your head. So being aware is like the first step when it comes to it. And then secondly, after you are aware, try to figure out a different communication tool because words are powerful. Like the way you say certain things can make an impact on somebody to where like you may think it's not rude, but it could be rude to the other person. And so that may trigger them 
elsewhere to do possibly something harmful. So I would say, like, in order to stop being sarcastically rude, first be aware, like, think before you speak. And then once you do speak, you know, try to be more, I guess, positive or neutral in your answer. So it won't come off as rude. It'll just become off as like, oh, he's just saying whatever he's saying. And that'll allow you kind of to be more empathetic for the other person on the other side. So they won't take it another way to where it may be hurtful or harmful for them. So I feel like in that essence of how do I start, uh, stop becoming sarcastically rude, just being aware and putting yourself on the other side of the shoe. And it just, you know, trying to, ah, man, in a way, trying not to fit in as much to be the cool guy to, to say something sarcastic as a joke, you know, in a way. But, uh, it, but yeah, be aware. It sounds like what you're trying to say in the beginning that, Kenneth, is that, um, like, know your know your audience. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. read the room. Right. Is, and that's, is, and that's, is that what you're thinking too, with. Rojo? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing of, like, like being able to read the room. But then on top of that, um, this might be way different, but, like, tone deaf. Mm. Like, being able to really being able to understand your like your audience reading the room knowing when to be sarcastic when not to be you know and then on top of that like tone deaf is something that's like you don't you're just oblivious to what's happening right. you don't even you're you're saying you're you're saying your joke but you know that this you don't know if this is even a good way of saying it's not the right timing you're saying it you know so the tone deaf can kind of play a big factor into it as well but it's it's hard to kind of pull it all together because the main thing is to read the room you have you have right. to be able to read the room know your audience when i'm around my boys i can say certain things and when i'm around my family i can't say certain things mm. but if i'm in a business setting there's certain stuff that you just have to be aware of which is the tone of the room the, the topic the subject that's being presented at that moment how how do you know when to not do it and how do you know when to do it mm. Yeah, I, I've heard teenagers say things to me, and I've actually told them, hey, uh, that might have made, like, your closest friends laugh, and mm. I'm not going to get mad at you and get you in trouble, but you may not want to say that, you know, in, in, in certain circles. And I've had to tell some teenagers, like, just because one person laughs at your joke doesn't mean you should use that joke on your mom. Mm. That's real. Mm. Right? And like you said, Rojo, like in, in business situations, in work situations, you're, you're not going to have the same type of sense of humor with your boss at a job that you would with the person you're working at the job with. Mm -hmm. So yes. definitely, definitely like both of you said, you know, read the room. And when you're saying tone deaf, I, I, I think what you're like, the way I take that, because um, obviously that's a musical analogy, right? When, someone, when someone's tone deaf, but in relationships, being tone deaf is like blocking out some very important information that you should consider before you speak. Because, Kay, you hit it on the head when you said, only you know it's in, in your mind, meaning you're the only one that knows the intention. So let's give right. a quick little scenario here. I'm using young men because teenage boys, man, I swear if I had a dollar for every teenage boy in my class that <laughs> said something That's and they wrong. were laughing at their own joke and nobody right. else was laughing... And I feel they need to help them because the whole room looks at them like, what the, like, did you just seriously just say that thing? And they're mm -hmm. like, Hoo -hoo -hoo! and they're like looking around. So instead of being like, oh, my bad, I'm sorry, or okay, I'll shut up, because that would be a funny thing to say. Okay, never mind. They'll usually double down on it and say, what are you guys mm -hmm. talking about? Don't be so uptight. Had this one kid recently. This kid is uh, quite a patriot, if you know what I mean. All about America. <laughs> <laughs> and in my class, it's like social Switzerland. We don't talk about like political stuff, religious mm -hmm. stuff. Not because those things aren't important conversations, but 
we're trying to help kids connect. So right. this kid, he said some stuff and it was pretty like, I'm pretty sure he heard his grandpa say it. And his grandpa was like eight years old. So he said it in front of a bunch of teenagers. Now what he said wasn't attacking any sort of religious or political, or it wasn't attacking any sort of community. It was just pretty ignorant. I don't think that that was the, those kids, that kid's words. I think he was using someone else's words, not the right audience. He wasn't looking around to see who was in it. He wasn't taking into consideration other people. So everybody, everybody just went blank and didn't say anything. So one girl chimes up, chimes in and says, you know, that's kind of insensitive. You said that. And right before he said anything, I went, Brr! I did like a referee. I go, time <laughs> out. Time out. <laughs> I go, I go, time out. I go, before you say anything, let's say his name is uh, Clay. I go, before you say anything, Clay, consider this. Uh, you're, have you ever been called the class clown, class comedian? He goes, yes. I go, have you ever made a joke and the whole entire class started laughing? He goes, yes. I go, have you ever made a whole a joke and it bombed and nobody laughed? He goes, yes. I said, well, that's one of those moments. <laughs> I said, I go, I, I go, I go, comedians know. If you just say five jokes in a row with no spacing the joke, no allowing the room to breathe, it's not gonna be funny if you just like just say a bunch of jokes. But also, too, good comedians know if you say a joke and it bombs, just own it. Be like, all right, never mind. Uh, I'll go ahead and shut up now. That probably wasn't that funny. Uh, my bad. You may proceed. And he started laughing. The class started laughing. I go, Clay, you're a good dude. I'm pretty sure that what you just said, you weren't trying to hurt anyone's feelings. I go, so were you trying to hurt anyone's feelings? He goes, no, I wasn't. He started explaining, oh, stop, stop, stop. I looked at the girl, said it. I go, do you believe that he was trying to hurt someone's feelings? She's like, no, he doesn't seem like a bad guy, but that was pretty insensitive. I said, I agree with her, Clay, and I'm also trying to help you. Sometimes you got to realize that if you just bomb a joke, if it's not funny, then that sarcasm actually isn't humor. Mm -hmm. right. See, humor is light. It's fun. It's kind of cool. You're just learning. No big deal. I said, let's squash it now. And we, we got away from it. I ended up pulling him aside after class. I said, D do you know what I was saying? He goes, yeah. He goes, kind of like, he wasn't the kid that asked this question, but very similar. He's like, I know I get in trouble for at home all the time because my mom like gets mad at me because I say certain things. I go, but does your mom laugh at some of your jokes? She goes, yeah, she does. So, okay. So you're just trying to figure it out. So again, read the room. But the biggest thing is you just got to apologize. Ask your friends, hey, am I being kind of a jerk? This kid that, that put in this question, I'm pretty sure if their friend said something, the friend's just trying to help him. Right. Not trying to hurt him. What, what do you guys think? And good for his friend, too, for calling him out on it. Because a lot of times they don't call him out for nothing. So kudos to his friend. For checking him, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Hey, yeah, Rojo, hey, have, have, you, have you ever said something and then one of your friends kind of pulled you aside like, Hey man, like that wasn't cool. Or like, or like got taken the wrong way, you know, and you didn't mean to. No, no, but I, I've been, I've, I've been the other end. I've been the one that has some of my friends and said some stuff in class. And I feel like the teacher was cool. I'm like, the teacher's really cool. And then they didn't say some crap. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think you should have said that. Like that was, that yeah. was a little bit over the line, but I don't say it in front of everybody. Like yeah. I say it like probably later on that day, like in a happier moment or when we were, kind of chilling or whatever it is that we're doing at lunch or probably after school, like, you know, we just talking and I will say something about it and I don't bring it to his attention. Like, Hey, you need to go apologize. But I do bring it to his attention. Like, Hey, you remember that joke that you said in class? Like, I don't think that one was, that one like, that wasn't cool. Like, you know, he, he's like, this teacher cool. You should be able to at least like save that joke. 
<laughs> you know, Rojo, when I asked you that question, I, I didn't think you were that type of kid. I was just wondering if you'd ever had one of those moments, but it doesn't surprise me at all because you're very level-headed and calm in those situations. And I've seen that. I've seen young men like like you, Rojo, inside my class bump the kid like, hey, man, knock it off. Like, that ain't cool. Like, Because good friends, real good friends, sometimes I think kids nowadays, they don't know that they have the right to say something to check their mm. friends. But right. good friends will call you out on your stuff, not because they're trying to embarrass you, which is why, you know, Rojo, you suggested don't do it in front of other people. But they're mm -hmm. calling you out because they know you and they know that was not your intention. Mm -hmm. Problem is, is, I don't think a lot of kids have good friends. Going back to what you said, K. Scott, I don't think a lot of ha people have good friends or people that know it to be of good friends that will call them out. Usually the sarcastic kid, if he's overly sarcastic, a little wild, Usually those friends are kind of scared to say something to those kids because if mm -hmm. they say something to them, it's like, what if now they become a part mm. of the joke? What if that friend makes fun of them? So to the person who asked this question, for any of you listening to this, I think it's really important to take what we said very, very seriously. Read the room. Know who you're talking to. Don't be talking to your boss and joke around with your boss like he's one of your buddies or she's mm. one of your buddies. Don't be joking with your parents like she's a friend and don't be, you know, talking to your friends like they're your parent, mm -hmm. right? Yes. You know, if you're going to be sarcastic with your parent because, you know, your parents giving you a hard time, don't take that out on your friends. But, but one of the biggest things I would say, respect, mm -hmm. it's, it's respect. That's that like overshadows everything. If you have respect for certain people, that, that sarcasm won't be taken in as a negative. And then you also know when to do it and when not to do it. Yeah. And that respect could simply be, like you're going, like you're saying, that respect could simply be like, hey, just because I think it's funny doesn't mean that someone else is going to think it's funny. Right. Or like you said, mm -hmm. Kay, in the beginning, you know, just because it's something that you think is like, I didn't mean to harm or hurt anyone. If you know the friends you're around and that friend's insecure about something, I see this happen a lot with teenagers. Mm -hmm. Shoot, even us as adults, we Ooh. do it. We'll mock our friends about something. And if it's just the two of us, they'll laugh at it. But if it's in front of other people, right. Maybe in front of the, you know, someone they're attracted to or interested in or someone they're trying to impress. If we mm -hmm. mock them then, that may not be too funny at that moment. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, I think that's a great another answer to a, another great question. And as always, you guys, if you're not following us on Instagram or on YouTube, please go do so. We'll be on the tickety-tack-tack-tack-talk pretty soon. But mm -hmm. for now, you can check out our reels on Instagram and on YouTube. And like we say here on OG Therapy, you got K. Scott, you got Rojo, you got myself. We are OGs. We've been there. We've done that. If there is crap, one of us has stepped in it. We've made the mistake. We've learned from those mistakes. So if you're down on yourself, if you're beaten up, if you're if you're having, you know, like like one of those, I don't know what to do in my life right now. I got that. Please give me some uh, some information. Come talk to your OGs. We'll help you out. Until next time, you guys, be cool.